How's it going? It's going, man. Tiny terror here. We we're gonna uh, we call it free balling it. Yeah, we're just going for it <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Um, How was Halloween for you? It was good. Um, we we took uh, Josie out trick or treating, of course, right? Okay. Um, she went as a witch. Uh, that was not the original costume that she chose. She went as a witch. Or not a witch, I'm sorry, as, as okay. a ghost. As a ghost. I was going to say, because I was up there. She told no, me she no, no, went no. as a she ghost. She went as a ghost. I apologize. Not a witch. Well, a witch was... Uh, Nikki went as a witch. I was Josie about, went as a ghost. Okay. I was about I, to call Josie down here and be like, hey. Confirm. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. She spot. went as a ghost. Nikki went as a witch. I went as a, a member of the Cobra Kai. So... Did you have a good. specific member you went as? No. I just okay. wore a Cobra Kai like bandana, like a headband, like a karate one. And then I wore a leather jacket and some Cobra Kai like pants, like karate pants. Okay. Was, Felt Cobra Kai enough for me, um, but yeah, no, no specific Cobra Kai. Uh, no, I was the guy who said, "Put him in the body bag." I was that guy because <laughs> okay, that guy's pretty cool. Good. Um, so yeah, it was fun. We went trick or treating. You know, we, how was our hall? How was Josie's hall? It was good. I mean, you don't have too many houses at this age, right? Because uh, she just gets tuckered out, man. It's just it's a lot. For, how long does she last? Um, we're usually out for like an hour okay. uh, tops. I mean, okay. she just, it's just, it's, it's tiring and it's, you know, I mean, she's, she's, uh, they call him a three-nager is the, the hip term now Okay. where she's like, you know, they always say the terrible twos, but now they say three-nagers because like three is actually a lot tougher than two. Um, and that's been our experience now, too. Now is that, is that like a COVID thing? Because like they, like a, there was like a year. I don't think so do i th- i mean i don't know that could have that might be have an effect on her in terms of i do think that has an effect on her in terms of like when she sees anybody else yeah she's like so excited like more than i think most kids that didn't go through the covid stuff would be you know what i mean so there's there's right yeah it's had an effect but nothing i think it's just i think three-year-olds are tough because they are they think they know better than you as i spill they think they know they, maybe they do know better than us uh they think they know better than you <laughs> could she drink properly unlike me who's just spilling i don't alcohol? know i watched her drink a smoothie earlier and it was not good um okay but uh yeah that's why they call them three because they're like little teenagers where they're like like they think that they they know better than you mm-hmm. and and they don't because they're three um so but yeah no she had a lot of fun and, and no. it was a good time how's the candy around here is what I want to know how, how how are the people that we live by around here how what's their what I they thought they, I thought it was pretty good stuff man that you know like she got everything for you know she got like you know the, the smaller like the Starburst two packs and like uh, and the individual Reese's cups and things like that but she got some full size Kit Kats she got full size candy bars in, in this area dude full on like full size Kit Kat I thought you had to go to Birmingham for that no 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 we got some full size I couldn't believe it my, 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 I never got that and I lived in Berkeley and trick or treated in Berkeley I never got those so. I, I don't think um, I've I, yeah in Northern Michigan I don't think I've ever received a full size uh, candy bar in my life maybe I'll have to go to, maybe like when I take my kid trick or treating yes. someday I will get a, a, finally receive a full size candy bar I just experienced it this year it's great <laughs> Um, the other thing that I noticed was great, and I really appreciate this, was there are a couple of um, older couples or older folks that were like, what kind of candy do you guys like before they hand, put it in their bag? Okay. Because they're like, you guys are going to be the ones that are going to eat most of it. So like, that was really nice. So I was like, how thoughtful. Like, yeah. Because they, they probably like, they've, they've been through their trick or treats with their kids. You know, like they were like, I don't know, like people that are old enough to where their kids are probably like have their own families and stuff now. Yeah. And you could tell that they were like, like, we've been through this. We're not going to let you suffer through 
crummy candy. Like, right. Get what you like. So I scored some Almond Joy, and I was pretty psyched about Your that. Joy guy. So what's what does Josie like? What's her favorite? Oh man. Um, is she more of like a like a tart like a Starburst? No, she likes chocolate. She's stuff. chocolate good. She likes Kit Kat. Kit Kats. I've, I've heard like. I've heard like the youth likes more like Starburst and stuff now. Not I don't. Like, this, so much I don't mind that stuff, but I've always been a ch- more of a chocolate yeah, guy. More of a chocolate guy. Yeah, I mean, I like Skittles from time to time. It can, yeah, Skittles, Skittles can be nice. Oh, um, you give me a Skittles and a Pepsi together. You mix them together. Delicious. <laughs> um, Starburst are okay. Um, you know, I like some of that stuff, but uh, Swedish Fish is my poison when it comes to sweeter candies. But um, yeah, no, she likes the, she likes Kit Kats quite a bit, and she likes um, Reese's Pieces quite a bit. Mm. Um, like ET. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's a, she's a chocolate and peanut butter gal. Um, yeah, big Reese's pieces. Man. Yeah, it was very sweet. We have a neighbor who lives down the street, down the block, and uh, he's always been very sweet to Josie. And like, um, if he's out there, uh, you know, watering his garden in the front and stuff like that, he'll let her like spray the the hose and stuff. And then when he has the Christmas decorations or the Halloween decorations up, he always like makes sure he turns on all the lights for her when she walks by and stuff. He's very, very cool. Um, he gave her like this cool like light up jack lantern last year in Halloween. But like we came down, we got down to his house finally because it's slow going when you're with a little kid, you know. Right. We got down to his house finally, and he's like, "Oh, hold on, we got a special bag for her." And they had like a special ziplocked bag full of full size candies for That's her. Really nice. It was really nice. <laughs> he's like, "We've been waiting here. Here's her." And and it was all peanut butter, because la- he remembered a year ago that she liked the peanut butter candy. Nice. And I was like, how nice is that? <laughs> what a nice human being. Look at that. This guy's also this guy also snow blows our entire block every year. What's he do? Snow blows everybody's driveways. Oh, he's, oh, he's one of those good people who walks up and down the, the whole sidewalks. Thing. Oh, what so a hero. we're getting him a. We're gonna we're gonna pull with the other neighbors to get a giant gift card for him this holiday. I think because. Okay. We never really done anything for him, and I feel like we should do something. I know he doesn't expect that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. Fun Halloween, good times. Good. Uh, what did you do? Pass out some candy? Okay. <laughs> so you didn't. You kept the lights shut off. Didn't here's you? what happened. Here's what happened. I love Halloween. Like and yeah. and for a lot of my life, I've lived in apartments, and I finally was like a few years ago able to live. Yeah. Like by yeah, you've been myself. in the house like, a few years now, but like yeah, yeah, with yeah, my yeah. wife in a house. Sure. And I finally got to like hand out candy. And it's like, exciting. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm. I love it. I like I sit there and I, <laughs> my wife's not super into it, but I'll sit there and I'll watch out the front door and I'll have uh, Universal horror movies on in the background. I love it. Like I get in the spirit. There's a whole ambiance about it. I see the I see the costumes. I see the kids that are a little too old. I don't care. They're out. They're out. I don't care if they're it's uh, all good. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. You could they're be. braving the unpredictable October Michigan weather. Right. To be out to just to get. A little bit of free candy to get a little bit of free candy. Now, I would prefer if they threw on a costume. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, I would agree. I would agree. But anyway, so this year, what happened was um, it was a long weekend. I had a funeral. A couple of days, I was rough. Yes, and then I had a football game. Uh, a Michigan State fan. Not just any football game. It was Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan, Michigan State, which is a big and, deal around these parts. So on top of it, too. So I had friends in town. And I hadn't seen one of, actually, I haven't seen, well, you know, Joe and Matt, you know them, um, but they were- Wonderful they were, fellas. Yeah, they came over and watched the game. We all got together. But when you guys get together, as with most situations with friends who you don't see very often, yes, we things can get a little bit rowdy. Now, when you first met me too, I was a bit, I, I drank a bit more and I could- Well, I mean, you know, we, we were in our 20s, right? Yes. And, uh, you know, uh, we worked- 
uh, at the video store. Yes. And oftentimes you wanted to hang out after work, and the yeah. only things that were still open by the time the video store closed were like bars and bars. Liquor so you'd go <laughs> have a couple beers. Yeah. So. So and I could um I could normally function. You could put them back pretty good back in the day. Yes, yeah. I could put them back pretty good. I could function, uh, most importantly, like the next day. Yeah. Usually I was functional. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we get together. And not only is this the Michigan-Michigan State game, football game, it is like a lot of times it's either one team blows the other team out or like there's like it's not really that good a game. And it's both kind of, teams were undefeated going in. Both teams are undefeated. And this game was insanely good. Like it was a good football game. It was nuts. I watched it. <laughs> it was nuts. And it was also stressful. And some people stressy. Um, and I was stress, stress drinking. drinking. Yeah. And that's not good. So essentially what happened was and I was stress drinking like they called a uh, natural light. You've had natural light. I have had. Would you say that's. But it's near bottom of the barrel cheap beer. Yes, near. <laughs> near. I don't. I don't think it's bottom. of it's the It's not barrel. the absolute bottom, but it's not. It's 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 lowest tier. But they have they have rebranded it for the Halloween season. And yes, it's called Natural Fright. Natty, Natty Fright. Natty Fright. Excuse me, Natty Fright. Yeah, and I was so excited when I saw that this was there at my brother's house. Uh, I should mention my brother was there too. Uh, that I said, "Oh my goodness, I have to have some of these." So I was drinking Natural Fright, and then um, we decided at halftime, like, "No, this we're getting Michigan State's getting beat. Like, we should do a shot of." And Malort. they were getting beat pretty good in ha- yeah. Half, they half, were down I, by nine, and we were yeah. like, "Yeah, okay, it wasn't that." Yeah. Well, they were down. Yeah, they came out like the third quarter, and we're down. That's right. Michigan yeah. scored again. They're like, "We got to do a shot of Malort." Oh God. To inspire, to, to inspire the squad. And let's just let's just say this: if you're willing to drink Malort. You're probably already not in a great headspace, right? And to be making decisions. Yeah. So Malort um, is it? It's a Swedish liqueur. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's big in the Chicago area, I believe, yeah. as well. So anybody in the Chicago area may know it. Um, I know I know some listeners of ours have have tried Malort many times. Yes. Uh, it's not good for you. I would uh, I would suggest doing it once in your life, though. I think it's something you should do once in your it's, life if you drink alcohol. The thing with Malort is it's so bad. <laughs> In terms of like the taste, yeah. that that's become its selling point is, mm-hmm. and they know it. It's it, the fun thing to do is introduce someone that has never had Malort to Malort. Yes, it's like yeah. those Birdie Bots beans, <laughs> but they're all bad. Yes, yeah. So we did that, and so anyway, basically what happened was I was hungover. Like yep. I, Halloween was the next day, and it was a debacle. Like it was a disaster. I don't know if I felt worse. Ugh. And <laughs> this is the, I am. I realized like oh, like th- I can't do these things anymore. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't go hard like that. Right. Anymore. So, so five o'clock rolls out. I don't have any candy anyway. <laughs> I was like, I, I'll get up. I'll just go down and write it. I'll spend the way too much money they're selling that candy for yeah, close to Halloween. Last minute. I'll yeah. buy a couple bags and we'll be good. And then like, I, you didn't have it in it's you. It's getting dark out and I look outside and I'm like, I turn to my wife. I'm just like, do you want to watch Dune? <laughs> so I, sh- I sh- and I was thinking about going to see that in a theater too. Cause I like, I heard you got to see it in like a big, the biggest screen possible. Oh, I'm sure it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It did. It works fine on TV though too. Right. But so I'm all over and I'm watching Dude and the lights are all off and I'm just like these kids gotta uh, these kids just stay away from this. Take house. me to Syracuse. <laughs> just, just kids stay away for two and a half hours and then I'll pass out. <laughs> so it was a hungover Halloween for me. Yeah. Um, and then I did not feel feel right until yesterday. That's crazy. <laughs> but that tells you like I mean it's it's just like a lesson learned. It's just honestly. like oh for sure for sure yeah. I learned that lesson, not that I haven't been drunk since I have, but I've not been, like, drunk drunk since, by any means. 
um, on my 30th birthday is when I finally... I was at your 30th birthday. It was not good. Yeah, we won't talk about... No. <laughs> it, it was not good. But we'll, I'll just say, it was funny. Uh, for you. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point in time, all I'll say about it was there's a point in time that I recall I had to pee outside, so I peed behind a building, Yeah, and you had to hold... Yeah. Me up by the my collar, basically, so I wouldn't fall face forward. This is how much the horror movie yearbook, the Midwest Podcast Network, cares for each other. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim was willing to brave that. Uh, I could have turned around at any time. But I think um, any any host of on this network would do the same for anyone. Oh yeah, us. for sure, for sure. <laughs> I know I've sat next to at least two people. Yeah, two hosts that like as they threw up in the toilet just to keep them company. You know, just to make sure they weren't alone. <laughs> you know who you are. Um, you, have you done that with me before? I have not. I'm not I a have huge. I'm not a huge. I've tucked you in once yeah, or twice. I'm not a huge puker <laughs> because I don't drink. I try to stay away from liquor a lot of. The I time. do too. Yeah, right. I'm a beer guy. I know it's not. Gonna I go will ahead. throw up if I drink too much liquor. No yes. question. So I, I drink beer. Um, sometimes I get a little bit of a headache if I have a, few, a couple too many. Mm-hmm. I might have a sore, you know, but I, I rarely throw up. Right. Um, liquor is where I feel sick to my stomach, so I just don't do it. Right. I'm not saying I want to like have a shot at some point. Like but I'm not going to drink it, liquor. The thing is, yeah, yeah, that I know like there's a cutoff point when it comes to shots. Like one I okay. Yeah. But then I yeah. yeah I'm kinda good. Then yep. Yeah. I'll do one as like a all right, yay, we're having fun. But if I get the two, no to look out. We're yeah, we're in trouble. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I've tucked you in a couple times, I think. Yeah. On a couch. Back back during those days that we mentioned. Yes. Or, you know, but yeah, that's about it. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for being there for me. In my <laughs> darkest of times. I do appreciate no it. No problem. So, so fun Halloween in different ways for us. I, I yeah. You, you, yeah. You watched Dune in some sort of hazy state, and I honestly, it was kind of perfect. It kind of ruled. Ways. I bet. You know, it was kind of sweet. <laughs> kind of fever dreamish. Um, and I, uh, I went trick or treating. So yeah, I face much like. Much like Paul Trades, I face my fear. Fear is the mind killer. Well, no, but Lord is the mind killer. So. Yeah, I want to. I want to see the real challenge. Dune two. <laughs> in the, I in the see box, him. he's reaching for a bottle of Malort I, natural oh, flight. Yeah, I want to see him do what you did and then fight a sandworm. <laughs> Are the sandworms cool? The movie. So I liked it a lot. Um, it's not a full movie. It is half a movie. Yikes. Um, so there is that, but it is. Uh, honestly, I can see where the people are coming from with Dune, like seeing it in an IMAX, because it is awesome looking. Oh, yeah. it, like, it's so cool looking. Well, uh, Denny, I can't pronounce this. I've never yeah, been able to pronounce it. it. Villeneuve? 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 There's a basketball um, team named, uh, or not a basketball team, there's a college <laughs> Villanova, yeah. No, it's a basketball yeah, come team. On. <laughs> you don't care about the college. Uh, Villanova, yeah. Yeah, Villanova. It's, um, it's so Denis Villanova. That guy can shoot a movie. Holy shit. Yes. He's never made an ugly looking movie, I'll say that. Right. Yeah, so... Um, I don't think he's made a bad movie yet. Right. Um, anyway. Yeah, and this uh, is this is quite good. I I did enjoy it. Um, excellent. Yeah. So excellent. Speaking of stuff yes, we watched, what, I want to talk what about have a couple of watching. Yeah. I've been watching some horror here and there. Now, yeah. I uh, some of these I watched in chunks because that's the way it happens sometimes. Some of these I didn't make it all the way through, and I'll just be upfront and tell you guys which ones are which. Um, I've been continuing on my journey through the uh, the wild world that is Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> yes, I discovered this today. Isn't it insanity? Yeah, I, it's been a while since I don't log on to that much because, um, uh, like, yeah, I, I share an account, and so like, yeah. I, it doesn't. It's not the first streaming service I have that pops into my head. But right, yeah, but it's nuts. 
It is crazy out there. It's Anything the can be on there. So there's some like there's a lot of like A24 stuff on there, but yeah. then there's also like Texas. There's also stuff like that's either on Tubi or is going to be on Tubi yeah. very soon. <laughs> there's even some stuff that might just be on YouTube for free. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, I watched a handful of things. Um, I will start with saying I'm halfway through House, uh, the okay. Steve Miner film. Um, and, uh, it's all right. I never understood the major appeal of house. I always thought it was just kind of an okay horror comedy. Yes. And I kind of still feel that way. I'm only halfway through, so maybe I'll change my mind, but it's just okay. I do think it, it's got a cult following. And the, it does. And that following that likes it really, really likes it. And I it. get that. Yes. I can see why. I just never was in that, right. that group. So, um, I apparently was on a Sean Cunningham kick cause he's a producer on house. Um, cause I'd watched deep star six. Okay, I've never seen that. Okay, that was a Cunningham movie he directed, um, obviously post uh, Friday the 13th. I believe it is from uh, 89. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, basically a decade removed from Friday the 13th. And it it is one of those movies where I always love these premises, and I'm a sucker for these kinds of movies, where you've got a team of um, professionals, a team of some sort of, whether it's astronauts or, in this case, like deep sea dive team or like that... Who you got kind of a colorful cast of characters. It's like Alien, right? Where yeah. it's, it's, you've got that colorful cast of characters, an ensemble, and some mysterious creature or force that's taking them out. I love movies like that. I love uh, I love Life. I thought that movie ruled. Um, Jason, X. Of, I, I, Jason X. Jason <laughs> X. I'm a fan of Leviathan with yeah. Peter Weller. Um, I like I like I love Alien. Um, I like Sunshine. I like Dark Star. I like I like all those types of movies. I'm a fan. Um, and Deep Star Six is like that. The problem with Deep Star Six is um, the monster is pretty cool when you see it. You just don't get any of it until like thirty minutes before the finale. Like there's really, like no monster. I need a little more monster action in my schlocky kind of sci-fi horror movie. Right. Uh, Miguel Ferrer is in it, which is always a good a good choice. Uh, he's he plays quite the unhinged wacko character which is fun um it's not a bad movie it's just kind of okay yeah uh, the monsters neat though they go with a crustacean type usually it's a i feel like usually with your aquatic monsters they roll with um either something tentacly that's a yeah or something like a mollusk type thing or something like uh like a sharkish type creature this one you get a crustacean it's kind of different interesting mix it up a bit yeah so uh check out deep star six uh it's worth a watch uh it's not great but it's worth a watch uh i was still in the mood for some um uh professional teams uh, on a mission type thing so i watched a movie i haven't seen since it first came out called the last days on mars with Liev Schreiber and Elias Kateas. Oh, okay. Um, this is essentially a zombie movie on Mars. What year was this? Was this, this was from 2000... I can find it right now. 2013. Um, great cast. Really big fan of Liev Schreiber. I think you are a fan as well. Uh, love yeah. Elias Kateas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's... Uh, this one is, it, is... It's a pretty cool movie, actually. It's like not, it's not great, but it's, it's kind of a cool movie. It's... It's about a, a, like literally the last day of this like uh, I think multiple years long mission on Mars to search for life and they find it and it's like this micro like microbiological parasite thing that turns people into zombies so it's like this small astronaut team trying to get the f out 
without getting it like letting anybody who's infected off to go back to earth it's it's pretty good i liked it i liked it i've seen it before but it's been a while i thought it was pretty cool um it certainly doesn't take its time um it, it kind of it, it gets to the point very quick which is not a bad thing but i enjoyed it and i always like i always like in these movies when you've got and both of both this and deep star six are examples where you've got everybody feels competent in their roles yeah. they feel competent a, a, as astronauts or whatever they are but they also are no nonsense and kind of just sick, fed up with this shit. Like you can, like you can tell the wonder and amazement of being in space or being underwater for that long is worn off, and they just want to get out. Yeah, before this stuff even happens. So <laughs> I, I, I always like that. That always feels real. I saw, to me. I, I saw a story today, and this just yes. popped into my head, and it's because you were talking about the wonder of space. And real quick, because I, I found a very the floor. There's an element, the element fluorine. It's in our teeth. Yes, it is. And they found it, like, they detected it using a large telescope, I believe it's called, like, the Extremely Large Telescope, 12 billion light years away in a star. So, like, like the element, yeah, so it's, like, in our, like, we have star, like... We got stardust in our teeth? In our teeth, the same element there. It blew my mind. It's pretty sweet. And I thought about it, I thought about it for 10 minutes, and then I went back to fucking around on my phone. <laughs> yeah. You went back to Ballory. Yes. And, and, and then I'm like, ooh, I should watch that Elias Coteas movie now. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you should watch it if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I have um, not seen it. That does sound really interesting. Check it out. Yeah. I think you'll like it. Um, I watched... Most of the unnameable. Admittedly, I fell asleep. The unnameable. The unnameable. This is a movie that I had never heard of. From these are all on Prime still, right? These are all on Prime. Okay, yes. good. This is Prime Roulette is what you call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of. Uh, the unnameable is um, a movie I'd never even heard of before, and I went to a horror con and got these kind of fun um, horror uh, trading cards by this really cool artist. And one of them was like a creature deck, and it was all different creatures. It was everything from like, I don't know, the uh, the the crites from critters to pumpkin head to all these. But there was oh, one yeah, character yeah. in there that I wasn't I was unfamiliar with, and um, it was from the unnameable. And I went, I've never heard of this. And it was uh, uh I think Alisa Winthrop, Alita Winthrop was the character, and it was a like a demonic looking female kind of sexy demon creature okay thing and so i was like i'll finally check this thing out it's from 88 it is based on an hp is this a lovecraft story okay and um it reminds me a lot a little bit less sleazy but no better acted or budgeted to like castle freak it's not as sleazy as castle freak because that's really sleazy it's very sleazy (laughs) but it's not that far off like it's it's a group of people essentially going to like this old castle-y type thing and getting picked off by a monster in the castle. And there's like, like the occasional TNA action for no reason and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it reminded me of Castle Freak. I did finish it. It's not great. Okay. But uh, the creature's kind of cool, like has a cool look about her. She's kind of different and it's cool to have like a female, like a feminine monster in yeah. a movie in the 80s is kind of cool because uh, usually you had your big hulking brute monsters in the 80s, it felt like. Um, so it was kind of cool to have a different a different vibe. Reminded me a little bit of Species in Ooh, some ways. Okay. Not quite as sexy as Species maybe, but... <laughs> species like top tier sexy though when it comes to... Oh, comes the to one with Alfred Molina? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's pretty good. 
Um, finally, I'll wrap this thing up. Uh, no, please uh, no. I watched. I know what you did last summer. I think I talked about that last time on here. Uh, I, uh, I believe I brought it up. I, I know you tweeted about it. I don't know if well, you... I have not talked about. I still know what you did last summer. Okay, which I watched after. Yeah, it seems like you would rather talk about I Still Know anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I haven't seen I Still Know in forever. When you were no texting me about it, like I I do need to revisit. That's the one. Okay, that's the one I need to revisit. For, yes. So, yes. I beg of you all, rewatch I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. I remember Mackay Pfeiffer is in it, right? Yes. And he's very funny in this movie. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. He really wants to have sex with Brandy. That's basically all he cares that's about. That's his main, that's his driving That's, that's the characters. <laughs> that's the character. And the character. And, he, and, and, he, and then he gets hungry at one point <laughs> and wants to go get food. Yeah, right. That's it. He's that's... driven by what most human beings are. Yeah, sex yeah. and food. He's very, he's very base uh, Sex, male. food, and not dying. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so um, does he ever have sex with Brandy? Uh, he does not. Not on screen. Correct. But they have, there's a really insane scene where you hear him and Brandy making sex sounds or sounds that could be confused with sex. Okay. And you see the bed bouncing. And then you see, for some bizarre reason, she's jumping on the bed like a child over him. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, baby, bounce, bounce, baby. And I went, what is happening? People don't behave this way. And uh, what I realized, I don't know this for a fact, but my, my only assumption is they got brandy cast and they went oh shit like this is awesome like like they wanted to, like they had an opportunity to cast brandy because she was huge at the time right yes and she goes i'm not doing a sex scene though and, and they went right. okay we'll rewrite it and it's and already jumping script. on the bed so there's no explanation in the movie like why they would be doing that no. it's not they're not trying to fake like, no okay <laughs> no none it never is explained. It's Weird. and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Is Freddie Prince in this one? Freddie Prince is in this. Okay, barely. He does not want to be there. He sh- he shot as few days as humanly possible for this thing. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt is in this because I, her song was attached to this, right? Correct. And I think that's the only reason she. Agreed. That's probably a big reason why she. Um, and there's a really funny twist. I don't even want to give it away. I don't want to give it away, even though it's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Are it we is... talking about Will Benson? Yeah, let's just say it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is be... a twenty-year-old movie. We could spoil. Yeah, I still don't eat it. Because <laughs> Freddie this will Prince... make people want to watch it more. <laughs> Rest, yes. So because Freddie Prince Jr. didn't want to be in this movie, but had to, I think, or he was like, "I'll take the paycheck." They bring another kind of Freddie Prince light along with them to this like vacation paradise thing right uh where by the way jeffrey combs runs the hotel and he's hilarious he's the best red herring i've ever seen in my entire life so he doesn't need a red herring but he he, he is one also jack black plays a rastafarian in it <laughs> yes he does uh yes. and i think he's uncredited which is insane and uh, also there's a uh, there is a a voodoo like priest on the island on them, the right? island who is like doing voodoo stuff and it's never really like doesn't go anywhere it's amazing. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, the guy you're talking about is, um, are you talking about Matthew Settle? Yes, I yes, believe he so. Was, uh, he was on Gossip Girl, apparently. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I try not to disparage. I just, he just is definitely, he's uh, he's like a fill-in in a lot of ways. But yeah, that's he, kind of part of the, uh, I don't know, that's kind of part of the character, I guess. Anyway. He's not, uh, he didn't make it on the poster. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, Freddie got the, Freddie got the poster. Um, 
there's a revelation towards the end. This character's name is Will Benson. And there's a revelation towards the end where he he turns out to be a bad guy in cahoots with the evil fisherman, uh, uh, Ben Willis, from the first movie, who survived. And there is a moment where, I kid you not, he turns, she goes, why are you doing this? And he goes, don't you get it? Will Benson? Ben's son? <laughs> This is this is legendary stuff, by the way. Yeah, this is stuff that has this is iconic, an iconic moment. And it's even better because so the the, the fisherman, the killer fisherman's name is Ben Willis. So if you take the last name, it's Willis Benson. <laughs> the writers were so proud of themselves. Yeah, it rocks, <laughs> and they called it out. Uh, I still know what you did last summer deserves a reappraisal, not because it's good. Because it's really funny. Like, really funny. Jennifer Esposito in this. We're big fans. And then John Hawks is in this? He sure is. <laughs> as Freddie Prince's best friend. Okay. Oh, is he in the beginning of the movie? Yes. Like, before? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now he's I the first person who gets murdered. <laughs> uh, uh, weird soundtrack, by the way. Um, Imogen Heap is yeah. in that. Then, of course, the Jennifer Love Hewitt, How Do I Deal? And then Blue Monday by Orgy is also on the soundtrack. <laughs> it's got one of those soundtracks. Yeah. Um, it is, it is, I I laughed a lot. I laughed a lot. I had a really good time with I Still I, I Like, I couldn't believe how much fun I had watched. This is the perfect movie to have people over and have a drink or two, maybe a shot of Malort, yeah. if you're feeling really crazy. And just, this would be a great garage movie. Invite people over and just make fun of the shit, because it's really funny. Gojo would really enjoy this? Uh, yes. Alex, this is one yeah. that's worthy of a commentary. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Ooh, I'm serious. Ooh. This will be the one we bring commentary. I back think for? we might have to. I'm, I, I'm passionate now enough about this film <laughs> to say that I would love to do a commentary on this. And yeah, um, <laughs> final one. I moved on finally to try. I, I'll always know you did last <laughs> yes. summer, which is the direct-to-video third film in the series. Really not related at, in any way, shape, or form, in a major way. Yeah. Minus the reveal at the end is what I'm, my understanding. Uh, and I only know that because I Wikipedia the end because I made it halfway through and went, I just can't do it. <laughs> As I get older, I I used to be able to ingest a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. And I used to have a lot more fun with it. As I get older, I go, I just don't have the time anymore. Yes. Like if I'm going to consume uh, media of any sort, I should probably make it good stuff. That's why I find myself re-watching, replaying, re-listening to, re-reading the same shit, I think. Mm-hmm. Instead of like all the new stuff I could be doing. I think it's because I know it's tried and true, and I enjoy it. I just do that again. That makes that makes sense. You know, uh, you know me. I've never been a huge rewatcher. Like there are only some, and I'm a huge rewatcher. So yeah. you and I are very different. In that different way. in that way. So, so I'm always envious of you. I thought about this the other day, Tim. I'm a little <laughs> envious of you because, like, I always think, like, man, yeah. Tim, Tim always watches like the new horror stuff, and it's cool because he's always discovering this new stuff. And I'm not bold enough to even try most of it. But you know? but what's nice, and I think we complement each other well, is uh, you rewatch stuff, and so you actually remember stuff. The thing is, I've poisoned my brain with crap like I'll always know what you did last summer <laughs> that I can't remember like important plot points from like Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad we work well together. Yeah. I'm glad our viewing styles work well together. Um, is there anything you want to talk about? Uh, no, watched? so I have finished. I only know you last summer. How's many years ago? And I, can't, I don't remember. I had to Google it. It's a zombie. It's the zombie Ben Willis, right? Pretty, isn't it, yeah, doesn't Willis it turn to be the undead? Mm-hmm. So he pushes him into a snowblower driven by Lance killing Willis. <laughs> That's how it ends. Maybe I should finish this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So let's see. I um, 
I think I'm going to do a new honor roll this weekend, Excellent. and I'll dig into these movies a little bit more. But I'll talk. I'm just getting back into the groove. I had a little bit of break uh, with everything, so I'm getting back in the groove of stuff. Just watching cool. stuff. I've been finishing up Babylon Five. Uh, which I, there you go. Yeah, I won't talk. But it, it it rocks. Babylon Five rocks. Sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you going to do Andromeda next? Mm, I think I'm going to go. I might finally finish Dawson's Creek. Uh, nice. Yeah. So I've been nice. basically I got I flip back and forth a little bit. And I'm just like I have to finish one of these shows. So I'm going to finish Dude, Babylon I, Five, and then I'm going to finish Dawson's Creek, and then I'm going to move on. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. I I I, I am. I started a book yeah. recently, and I'm reading it, and I'm enjoying it very much. But I went out and bought another book that I'm really excited to read, and I'm like, I just want to quit the first book and move on. I can't do it. I got to finish the book I'm reading. Yes. And then move on to the next one. So I have a couple books to talk about too. So okay, so yeah, on the honor roll, I'm going to talk about um, the new Slumber Party Massacre, which is incredible. Like not incredible. It's like one of my favorite movies recently. Really? I so I'm not going to pretend like I knew this actually. You mentioned this. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend it's great, but it it's really really clever, and it there is a I've never seen a guys slumber party on screen where like they're they like whip each other with towels and they have like a stereotypical like what you would normally girls think of as a women's slumber party but with guys well, yeah but with funny. guys and it's really funny and the whole thing is very clever um i watched the new ben wheatley movie in the earth yes which is very cool um ben I, wheatley's something else man yes uh, i so i think i've read that i kind of liked his i liked high rise and free fire but some people have called it i didn't see rebecca but some people have called this return to form it's more of it's him and doing folk horror kind of nature horror and oh man so, yeah it is um a, it is closer to kill list than i think he's been in a while a kill list is like insanely good oh yes like yeah. hard to watch we did yeah we did that on here and yeah we both kind really, of amazing really movie like, yeah, yeah I, for, and i think that's one of his earlier movies if not his debut so i think it's early yeah yeah i don't know if it's his debut off the top of my head but anyway it, we we like kill us um you just caught me by oh, oh my gosh i forgot well i just watched the uh, new paranormal activity next of kin oh it's out it's on paramount plus so no shit i have drop stars but that's okay because the they, trailer was pretty good y- yeah um so this movie feels like uh-oh. Uh this is not a bad thing. It, the movie the problem with the movie is kind of boring for the first hour and then the third the third act rocks. That's kind of how paranormal activity movies are, <laughs> yeah. But what's crazy about this so this is it's not tied to any continuity. Good. <laughs> that's what I was saying. It got to be too much. This Toby, is remember Toby? Just told me that's the thing. He's turned on Xboxes I, and shit. <laughs> Do you remember that shit? Yes, I remember like I <laughs> I was sitting there. I was I was about to press play, and I go, "Oh God, I hope I don't have to remember anything from this movie because that's what I'm talking about with these movies." They became like the Saw movies after a while. Yeah, yeah. I could not. Keep, yeah, you're right, Toby. To, to, I, I remember Toby popped into my head, and I'm just going, "Oh God, do I have to remember who Toby is?" <laughs> that connect scene. Oh my God. This feels though like one of the later Hellraiser sequels, and uh-uh. that it kind of feels like they wrote an Amish horror movie because I think it's a Blumhouse and it's Christopher Landon who wrote it who wrote Happy Death Day okay so I'm, I see I feel like this is a script that Blumhouse had kicking around for a while and like Paramount Plus is like we've got this IP that we're doing nothing with but it's valuable and we can get people like Tim to subscribe <laughs> for because he's gonna watch it anyway um, this makes a lot of and sense and treat it like a rental basically because they release it straight to streaming and so they kind of it feels like they mash it up because I'm gonna be honest with you i'm not a huge i know a lot of people get hung up on found footage movies and having an explanation for why the camera is there i'm not i'm not a huge stickler that for that me. but this one is crazy like it feels like the whole thing is shot by like 40 people <laughs> like it feels like 
<laughs> where you're like, there's not, what is that? What are we there's doing? like overhead shots. There's like crane shots and shit. <laughs> I'm not even trying to. But the last like 30 minutes are so, kind of sweet. Okay. Uh, it's, like, it's like an Amish horror uh, type deal. And it feels like Resident Evil and stuff at the end. Oh, like shit. it kind of feels like Resident Evil 7 in some ways. Ooh. I'll say that. So um, it's what worth a watch if you have Paramount Plus or if you're probably, if you might. Um, it's it's not bad, but okay. yeah, the first hour or so is a little, it's just kind of slow. Um, is it better or worse? than Wes Craven's Deadly Blessing, the other that, great it, Amish horror film. <laughs> uh, it's, I would say, okay, I would say it's quote-unquote better, but I would probably watch Deadly Blessing. There we go. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> um, That's the Tim I know. Now I know you're feeling better. And so I just, um, so I'll be, I'll, I'll dig into, I'll dig in deeper cool. on yeah. those movies. And then um, real quick, I am reading a couple books I wanted to mention because yes. I think we might have some listeners that are interested. I just started the Halloween Kills novelization and we just dropped our- Oh shit. I haven't There's learned, a novelization? There's a novel. It Wait, just, I think you told me about that. It just See, came out last my week. My brain forgets real life shit. <laughs> That's the problem. They did, they did another one for 2018 um, and I think it's the same writer. I just started, I'm probably about 60 pages in and I haven't learned anything new, but it's, it's good. It, it, I, I like it because it kind of- it reads like they're providing you kind of backstory. To That's cool. I love a good them. novelization, man. Yes, and yeah. it's it's well written and it's good. Um, and I also have I'm a few chapters into the um the Elvira autobiography. Oh, and That's it's cool. It's really it's really so so far I'm only five chapters in, and. She has, um, as a kid, she uh, dumped boiling water on herself and got scars that she had to have. Oh my god! Yeah, surgically, she's had, she's got a bad relationship with her mother and all that. But she's also now, um, I believe, she's 15 years old and she's a go-go dancer. Wow! And she has some very seedy tales of uh, the, I think, the lead singer. Well, I don't want to blast the lead singer. One of the members of the band, the Animals, okay. uh, who did House of the Rising Sun. Mm-hmm. As she was a, she was what she referred to as a virgin groupie. Um, oh, around the man. time, so she she has some Jimmy Page stories as well. Wow. Um, so I, wow. I I would suggest it's I'm listening. I'm actually listening to this the audiobook on like walks and stuff, and she reads it, and it's 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 Elvira. She's funny, and yeah. she's yeah, she <laughs> she's kind of campy. I always and, yeah. thought Cassandra Peterson was like really really cool. Yes, she's she's just uh, she's just they're like. She's got an energy about her, whether she's doing the Elvira character or just being Cassandra Peterson, that I'm like, she just seems so, like, just such a cool person. You right. know what I mean? Just just a really cool person. I, I never get a chance, never had a chance to meet her, but she just, I've always thought she had a good vibe and a good energy about her. So I'd be interested to read or listen to. And she's, you know. she seems to have lived a very interesting life, and I'm excited yeah. to get into the kind of the horror host stuff. That's um, awesome. Because, um, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of that. So, That's awesome. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, you've reminded me that there's a there's a uh, uh, an autobiography that I is out of print that I must I'm, I've been trying to track down for years. Which so. one is it? Not bad for a human. The Lance Henriksen autobiography because okay. he lived a life. Okay, went through some stuff. So I, I it's I really, out of print. You said? Yeah, I don't think you can get it anywhere. It's sad. I'm gonna have to do some more research. Um, oh, I will say. I speaking of books, the book I picked up was the I, I finally picked up Alien Three. Oh, uh, I remember. I think you texted a, me about that. Yes, yeah. the novel based on William Gibson's unproduced screenplay. So, I'm very excited. Ah, I forgot the Halloween book again. Ah. That's okay. <laughs> um, I have enough to read right now. Don't worry. Um, my only problem is Tim, and I need your help with this real quick before we call this thing. Uh, before we get a, yeah. a tiny terror. Um, before it becomes a, a not so tiny terror, is I'm a completionist, Tim, mm-hmm. and. I need you to either talk me down or encourage me, whatever you feel is best. I had the novelization of Aliens. I own that book. I've read it. 
Okay. Okay. I'm I, I'm I know aliens like the back of my hand. I've seen the movie a thousand times. I don't need to rewatch or reread the novelization of Aliens to read Alien Three. But there's part of this completionist part of me that's like, no, read reread Aliens first and then jump into Alien Three. Like go read okay so but like i don't need to do that Tim. the old the thing i caution because you and i are similar when it comes to book reading i think in some yeah. ways is the only thing I, I would caution against that is if some somehow in between that time and i don't know how because i'm a slower reader i think though than you yeah too, you may get distracted by something else that may throw you off for a little bit so if you want to get alien three right away i might just and i could have burnout if i read that much alien stuff. I mean, I love aliens, but it could be yeah, too much. Because, but you're like, then all of a sudden you might go, "Oh, there's that comic I want to read." Yeah. Okay. You're right. So no, that's thank you. That's that the helped. only thing I would warn against. But that helped. I won't. I won't. Stop I, I mean, I, I like do I? I yeah. I mean, uh, by the way, if you want to read a good novelization at some point, the Aliens novelization rules. I will lend it to you. It it's like really cool. Yeah. You get some really cool like introspective like Ripley thoughts and stuff. It's I I I really thought it was great. Yeah, that's the cool stuff about novelizations. I love too. that stuff. Yeah, and a lot of yeah. the stuff you can find like deleted scenes and those uh, for there's, yes yeah, there's a lot of that. like original script that the novelist had because they had to have a chance to write it in time yes. for the movie yep yeah for yep. sure very cool um all right awesome man yeah. that was fun no that was good good catching up absolutely all right everybody take care <laughs>